Welcome to Noobs and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Craig WK, and I just wanted to let you know that Season 1 is drawing to a close soon. Look forward to Season 2 as the adventure begins with a new cast of characters, city, and threats, but in the same world. If you'd like to support the show as it moves into a brand new season, make sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. For $1 a month, you'll get perks like exclusive Discord channels. For $5 a month, you'll have access to a monthly bonus show called Behind the DM Screen, where we discuss the show and a variety of topics. Thank you so much for listening to Noobs and Dragons, and I hope you enjoy the season as it draws to a close. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group brought Sanity back to Enya Everwinter as she died from their battle, and then they confronted Sotheby Crux, who teleported them to the Galaxy Render Estate. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. The three of you are in the Galaxy Render Estate, having been teleported by Sotheby Crux, who is now maybe about 30 feet away from you guys with his sword drawn, and has said this is the place where it's all began. Is there anything you'd like to say? Because uh, as soon as you start to act on it against them and start, you know, combat, we'll roll initiative, but you can talk to him at the moment if you want to. Is that you in that photo with the uh, young Glarus, old man? Ah, indeed it was. I was picked up by the Galaxy Render Estate. I was to be a slave, <laughs> and they gave me a good home. How are you so much older than him? I'm a human. He's oh, a half elf. Yeah. We are about the same age, but he ages so much more gracefully than I do. It's a giant shame. I mean, that is how humanity works. Your friends will watch you die as well. Well, if you weren't going to die here today, anyway. So, what's the plan? You're just going to kill us and leave us here and destroy the rest of the world? We can even just talk, so long as I'm keeping you busy, that's the most important thing. Mm. The ritual is almost complete. Well, I guess there's not much left to say then. Right, if you, fellas? If you'd like this key, you may have it. And oh, he okay, then I'll take it. Takes the key, <laughs> drops it down his throat and swallows, and he goes, Oh, that was rather painful. <clears throat> But if you want it, there's no pickpocketing. You'll have to pry it out of my cold, dead corpse. This guy's an idiot. Let's kill him. Let's do it. And he's got his sword drawn. Roll initiative. Boom! Nine. <laughs> Again. And, uh, Jander? What'd you get? Boom! Six. And Alistair? 21. It looks like right as I, I, Sotheby Crux is about to like dive forward at you guys, he like, like the rug that he's on slips up a little bit and he got a critical <laughs> fail for his initiative check. Oh, so he ain't so going great. first. Alistair, it's your turn. That's so great. <laughs> I get a critical fail. 
first he swallows a key and then trips on a rug. Well, he wasn't about to let you guys be like, well, we pickpocketed, teleport, we're out. He ain't an idiot. Yeah, that's true. His his goal is to die, but by holding you guys back. Yeah, uh, well, uh, how, is he like right in front of me then? Uh, he was about 30 feet away from you guys. All right, I'll run up to him and start uh, swipey, swipey, swipe with my swords. Yeah, absolutely. How'd that go? Swipey, swipe, swipe. Oh, swipe, swipe. Technical swipe, term. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Got it. Got it. Definitely yeah, a technical it is. term. One of them is going to be a defensive flourish. Swipey, swipe, swipe. I appreciate that. Next turn, I'll give you a better idea of where to swipey, swipe, because I'll locate object and uh, find out where that keys at. I don't think I'm... I'm not going to, like, carve it out of them. Like, you have a decent idea where it's going. It's just, you know, whether you, you know, you just kind of follow the, the map. 16? Uh, 16 is a miss. 15? Miss. How about a natural one? <laughs> you go to, like, even though he slips up, you I'm die forward, and yeah. he just parries the blows, okay. and that's the first critical fail, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he parries that one aside as well. And he goes, you'll have to try harder than that, child. <laughs> try hard has not been in my vocabulary. <laughs> Tilly, it's your turn. Okay, I am... Mm -hmm. Man, I was so excited because he's a humanoid. I was going to dominate person and have him give us the key. But he, and what am I going to do? Dominate him and have him poop it out? Vomit it up. You can't. If you command someone vomit, I mean, I guess he could cram his like finger down his throat. Yeah, and I do that the all the time. Whoa! Sorry, I take that back. I don't do that all the time. Well, we're learning so many dark secrets about Alistair. Greg, you bring him out of me so much. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's I have the worst effect on people. Oh, uh, what are you doing, Tilly? Uh, first, I'm going to look this guy dead in the eye, yeah. and I'm going to pump my Jordans as my bonus action <laughs> so I can float up a little bit. You float up a bit. And then I'm going to cast Aid at level 3 and give all of my buddies 15 extra hit points. Oh, and the max cool. the the max HP increases by fifteen and, and increases with the fifteen hit points. No, it's it's five, and then per each level that I go up, it's an additional five. Yeah, but are they ten hit points, or is it increase my max hit points? Both. Okay, so it's fifteen, and now I can heal up to it, right? Yeah, so you gain fifteen hit points as well as the max as going well up as by your 15. max. Yep, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, so, if I'm at seventy five, I'm at ninety. Yeah. If you were at max, you go above that fifteen. Yes. Yeah, so I'm at ninety. Or right. you just put plus 15 and then just subtract from that before you hit your total number. Yeah, there you oh, go. Okay. Whatever. Wh whatever what is easier for you guys to mechanically work out. For the people uh, that can't do <laughs> math, let's just do that. Oh, yeah. you said my name? <laughs> Tilly, anything else on your turn? That goes for eight hours, okay? Just throw another number at you. <laughs> That's one more than seven. <laughs> but is it... Jan, it, your turn. It, comes before, it comes before 10, right? Uh, Only if you don't critically fail. Only in Japanese. <laughs> okay. Nani? What? <laughs> um. So, I <laughs> need a recap of what just happened. Not. I feel like nothing happened. Is what I feel like. That's absolutely right. Actually, that is pretty much how it went. <laughs> he, yeah. he fell. I missed. He, when he did something, but it's not actually showing anywhere. When he fell, did he take like a point of damage? He didn't really fall. He just slipped on the rug. It was his first of the day. Okay. We're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. <laughs> yep. All right. I'll put Hunter's mark on him. By all means. And then... Um, Fire some arrows? And are they going to be sharpshooters or not? We're going to start with two sharpshooting arrows. By all means. With Hunter's mark. Let me know what you get. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the first one is a 22. That's a hit. Second one is a 20. It's a hit. Okay. Got this here. Ooh. I don't like that. Unless it's sarcastic, in which case I like it. Man, that's a lot of dicey rolls. Man. Yeah? What'd you get? 49. Ooh. Oh, wait. Those were sharpshooters. 69. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost 70, Alistair. <laughs> wait, Two, well, I need 10 minutes, I think. I, ki- I kid you not, though. Like, uh, d- double eights, a six. Like, I, it's, oh, a, it's almost, it's a perfect roll, actually. That's ridiculous. It's a perfect roll. So you launch a couple of arrows, and then we, we softly hear in the distance, <laughs> 69. And uh, arrows hit I. I, I uh, Sotheby Crux. One pierces through like uh, uh, his uh, like you know kind of hits the his side of his arm and continues on. The other one goes into his like leg and pops out the other side. Uh, his turn finally. Uh, he uh, swings twice behind him, steps into one of the portals, appears behind Tilly and goes to slash down. Uh, across the room, you hear Sotheby Crux, uh, probably about like you know forty feet away from you. Alistair so, uh, yells out, "You know I can open portals to other dimensions, right?" And you see in front of you, Alistair, uh, what looks to be nothing but elemental chaos on the other side. It looks like he opens a portal, the elemental chaos. Go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw as a giant boulder pierces out of the portal and goes flying towards you. Oh, cool! Tilly, he gets a uh, a twenty one versus your AC. Does that hit? Nope. It does not. No, I have 22 AC. I knew you had a ridiculous amount. He swings down and hits the ground, and you just barely kind of, like, sidestep it. Uh, And I go, (laughs) ha-ha! 19. Uh, 19. You take half damage. Uh, You take... uh, uh, 16. 8 damage. Uh, Just regular, like, bludgeoning damage. Uh, as a, a giant stone goes flying out and hits you, and the portals close up behind. Uh... Alistair, it is, yeah, uh, your turn now. And how far away is he now from me? About 40 feet away. You jumping motherfucker. Yep, he teleports. That's his gimmick. And if you teleport, you don't get a, you don't provoke attacks of opportunity. He just knows all the tricks, doesn't he? He was once one of the greatest swordsmen on the planet. He's good. Once. Well, one of the greatest swordsmen on the continent. A man. Yeah. Focus. Um, Once. He missed me. He did. Uh, We're going to see if we can't rectify that. Try to do mm-hmm. hold person. Yeah, absolutely. What's uh, saving throw he has to make? Wisdom. 18 on the dice. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 1, 22, 23, 23. Yeah, the 26. He's good. So he's got a plus. I can 15. count up too, okay? Look, 18, 19, 20, 22. <laughs> Sometimes people who don't do math very well need to do it out loud. Yeah. Jandar, <laughs> way to be a jerk. Anything no, else? I wasn't making fun of you. I was making fun of Craig because he's mean. But I think oh, I'm bad. not good yeah, with that's math either. <laughs> uh, so I take it personally. Um, well, that, that missed. So mm-hmm. thumbs up, Tilly. It's your turn. <sighs> you wave your hand, uh, Alistair, and I, uh, I, uh, and y- it does not affect him. What you doing there, Tilly? Is he still by me? Yeah. Five feet uh, within five feet of you. Cool, I'll inflict wounds. 
Ooh. Absolutely. You turn around, dark energy swirls around your hand, and you go to press it into him. Aim for the flat top. How does a 22 sound? That hits him. Yeah, where's my D10? Yeah, let me know what uh, kind of damage you get there. Where is your D10? That's oh. what all of us ask you know, every woo. day. When I wake up in the morning, I think to myself, Your where, D10 is not your where, microphone. You should where is my D10? <laughs> <laughs> Tilly, can you talk in your mic? Make sure it still works now. Uh, does it still work? Now? Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is so excited because I, roll, I uh. rolled pretty good too. Uh, that would be. This microphone is brought to you by Cold Weather Gear. Thirty-seven. Your hand just like crackles with dark energy, presses into him, and uh, and he looks like he kind of felt that one. Dark, you know, black energy swirls through his body. I. Uh, Jandar, oh, uh, Tilly, did you want to move or anything? Yeah, nay. Um, as a bonus action, can I uh, pump my Jordans again so I float up a little more? Yeah, okay. You lean down, you pump the Jordans a bit. That's right. He looks down, he goes, are those defective shoes? I'm floating 10 feet in the air, you tell me. Jandar, it's your <laughs> turn. <laughs> All right, um, let's see... Two sharpshoot arrows, and uh, here we go. Yeah, by all means. And roll the hit. Let me know what you get. I'll see. The first one is mm -hmm. 26. Well, that's a hit. And the second one's a natural 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Is, it, is there a D10 involved in there? Roll, roll perfect uh, damage counter on that bad boy. Oof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Break the 100. Okay. Uh, yep. Roll all the damage dice twice on that one. And uh, uh, let me know a uh, grand total. While he's, <laughs> while he's uh, uh, doing that up, oh, it'd be his turn. So let's see what happens first. Yeah. This math break is brought to you by... Cold weather gear. Cold uh. weather gear. That's right, Greg. <laughs> when you're feeling like the world is just nipping down your back when a nice, strong breeze comes through in the dead of winter, wear cold weather gear from how Hydra Hilt Hill does. It's the gear that's guaranteed to keep you clear of weather gear. Uh, <laughs> Alistair, some, some people might uh, tell you that after you go through the, uh, the, the cold area that you're in, you can throw it out of your gear. It doesn't matter anymore, but uh, I beg to differ. Oh, Craig, you'd be correct. <laughs> They'd be idiots and be dead in the dead of winter. They'd be frozen, frozen people. And you know what is worse than a frozen person? Oh, what's that? Getting rid of your cold weather gear. <laughs> so keep your cold weather gear near so that you can come home to your deer. Uh, the greatest Jandar, thing about cold weather gear <laughs> is it doesn't have to be cold. It looks good, too. It's very stylish. 78. <laughs> oh, shit. It's almost as cool as cold weather gear. I'd say that cold weather gear would do nothing against that. I, appreci <laughs> I appreciate that marketing to help me while I add my numbers together. You're welcome. No problem. I'm here anytime and every time. Yeah. Jandar, your two arrows go flying through. One uh, pierces like in, like into his side. The other one like hits him dead in the stomach and just like nails him and doesn't go all the way through. You can just see like kind of like tufts of the feather from your arrow sort of stuck in his like like uh, uh, gut and his nice tunic is is bloodied up. Uh, that one looked like it hurt a lot. Uh, his turn. Uh, Tilly, make me a strength saving throw. Of course you pick strength, you jerk. Because uh -huh. you know I'm a p iron pumper. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. Strength? Oh, wow. Ten. 
he k- just like he cuts open a portal, kicks you into it. Doesn't the kick doesn't do damage, but another portal appears on the ceiling, and you go flying towards the ground. Uh, do you have any reactionary abilities that'll stop you from falling? Uh, yeah, p- pink Jordans, bruh. Oh, <laughs> you do have the fly. <laughs> and they weren't able, they weren't turned on. <laughs> they were turned on. <laughs> you go to hit the ground and you softly just land. You look up to like flip him off and make fun of him, and you see him just like careening down as he like jumps through the portal himself and tries to impale you. <laughs> And uh, hits the ground, just can't like uh, hit you. Uh, creates another portal, and then just walks away from you, Tilly. I, uh, <laughs> I like look at him and be like, "Defective my ass." <laughs> <laughs> Make me a dexterity saving throw as another portal to the elemental chaos opens and something explodes out this of it. Guys, like the Tasmanian portal maker. What does Tasmanian have to do? Yeah, oh, no idea. What'd you uh, get? Dexterity? <laughs> Another thing I'm awful at. How about uh, f- 14? Uh, you kind of scramble. You're still floating in the air. You get to your feet just in time for lightning to crackle out of the uh, portal. Close up. You take 20 lightning damage. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll take 20 lightning damage. He steps away from uh, Tilly and I... Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, you were uh, you would have been kind of near Tilly at the start. It was Alistair who ran forward. I... Uh, uh, Sotheby Crooks just walks into melee range of you, uh, uh, Jandar, and that's all he can do for the rest of his turn. He's not able to attack. Tilly, it is your... Oh, no, it's Alistair's turn. Almost skipped you. Alistair. Yeah. <clears throat> is he a little bit closer than he was from Tilly? Yeah, I would say so. Cool. He's, he's probably about, like, 35 feet. All right, I'll move up to him. Sure, can you move 35 feet? Oh, do I have reach with, like, five feet of attack? Mm. My swords? Uh, if you move 30 feet and he was 35 feet away, uh, yeah, I, I guess technically, uh, yeah, he would be. So, okay. yeah. Um, so then I'll, I'll do three attacks on him. By all means. Come on, critical failures. Uh, that is a 24. That's a hit. That is a 16. A miss. 15. Ah, oh, miss. Well, this one will be my defensive flourish, at least. And what'd you get? <laughs> Poop on a stick. That's what I got. Uh, uh-huh. Ten. <laughs> Not quite as Not dangerous quite as, as what? Uh, Swipey swipes? Yes. Uh, yeah. Tilly, it is your turn. I am going to cast... Mm-hmm. He's probably about, like, I don't know, ten feet away from you. Perfect. Invoke duplicity. What the I'm hell is that? I'm going to make a copy of myself and place it five feet away. Oh, yeah. There we go, then. Okay. So you create a copy of yourself. Then I'm going to go into a defensive stance. By all means. Jandar, uh, it is your turn. He's in melee range of you. Uh, If you want to fire arrows, you'll be at disadvantage. (sighs) Uh, He did not... uh, Did he close the other one? Uh, Oh, no, it was up at the ceiling. So, yeah, no, uh, that that is all... Because he didn't teleport to you, so there's no portal open. He just walked up to you. Gotcha. So what um, you doing? Well, mm-hmm. if I try to move, it gives him an opportunity, right? Yep. Unless you use a standard action to like disengage away from him, uh, then he gets that uh, opportunity attack. Hmm. Which, I mean, you know, you've not been hit yet, so yeah. I mean, you can probably take it. He might even miss. I doubt it. But, yeah, I'm going to move and give him the opportunity of attack. 
Yeah, he gets a 25 for sure, AC. Oh, I have a 26, what do you know? Well, I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> He said that was such a strict face. You take 18 damage as he slices into you. Man, that extra health that I got is super nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. You had the aid spell. Aid? Uh, aid. Aid, that's what yeah. it was. It sounds weird when you say it. Well, it's not it doesn't have an S at the end. Yep, so, I know, no. but still. Okay, so... Now I can fire my arrows, correct? Yes. He only has the one opportunity attack, so yeah, you, you can move as far away as you like. Uh, you want to move like 35 feet as away. Far as, away, as far away as I can, yes. Yeah, you uh, dart, uh, dart across the room and go ahead and roll the hit. Okay, uh, both sharpshooters again. Mm-hmm, by all means. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see what the second one is. Critical fail. Whew, not a critical fail. Uh, <sighs> it is a... Uh-huh. 25. Yeah, you hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. You got another ad that you guys can run real oh, quick? Oh, uh, actually, as you uh, uh, knock back the arrows and launch them, uh, you guys uh, uh, kind of notice like the, the painting. Uh, well, actually, uh, uh, for, well, Jandar's, fo- Jandar's focusing on attack. So Tilly and Alistair, make me perception checks. Okay. Let me know what you get. Yeah. 16. 16? Where is... Oh. Uh, 22. Yeah, you both notice. It catches uh, your attention. The lightning kind of cracks outside, and uh, uh, instead of just sort of the eerie glow of these few lanterns, the whole mansion kind of lights up. And for a few moments, you see the painting that had uh, 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 Glarus and uh, Sotheby, and it kind of like moves for a moment, and it feels like time sort of like kind of almost like kind of pauses for a bit and you see uh some kind of scene from long ago like some kind of flashback in the painting and you see uh uh what looks to be Sotheby as a child kind of like scared you see him like you know very nervous it looks like it must have been like when he first arrived at the mansion and Glarus as a child like walks up to him and he's like he's like Sotheby don't worry like I'll, I'll take care of you like you know you you work for us but like we're friends and then the image kind of vanishes and time sort of s- continues on as it was. Damage. Uh, so because I was using sharpshooter, does that ten bonus also get an additional ten? No, only okay. the uh, only the uh, rolled damage dice get doubled. Okay, so it's only seventy. <laughs> only seventy. All right. Oh shucks. I know. I was really aiming for that eighty <clears throat> mark, but if he was an orc, it'd be a different story. <laughs> that is true. If he was an orc, I think different. he'd be dead by now. <laughs> um, probably, honestly, I. Uh, that is Jandar's turn. His turn. Uh, let's see. You moved 35 feet away. Uh, he's kind of off on his own. Uh, he uh, looks to you, Tilly, and you've got two of you. He's That's not worth messing with right now. And you're also in a defensive stance? Yeah, no thank you. And I got Jordans on. I, Please get those Jordans. He uh, uh, creates a uh, portal. Uh, so he swings one of his swings of his uh, uh, sword, creates a portal, steps through it, appears next to you, Jandar, creates another portal, steps through, and uh, uh, leaves behind a portal behind you. And you see it's the elemental chaos again. And uh, what looks to be like a wave of like green liquid starts splashing out. Make me a dexterity saving throw. And uh, what'd you get? Mm, 24. 
you j- dodge aside and the acid wave that sort of spills out uh, only nicks you. You take, uh, instead of 20 acid damage, you take 10 acid damage. Uh, he advances forward to you, uh, Alistair, and goes to swing at you once. And totally whiffs. Swings and, and goes wide. Uh, Alistair, it's your turn. All right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Three strikes, swipey swipes. By all means. Ooh, 22. That's a hit. Uh, 17. Is a miss. Ooh, 29. That's a hit. Two of the hits uh, land. While he does up the math, uh, Jandar and Tilly go ahead and make me a perception check. Ooh, perception. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Eight. 26. With, uh, with an eight, uh, you, you catch a little bit of movement out of the corner of your eye, uh, Tilly, but you're kind of focused on the battle. Uh, with a 26, Jandar, you look up at the painting, and unlike, I mean, the last one you didn't see because you were focused on fighting uh, mm-hmm. Sotheby, but uh, time sort of slows down a little bit, and you see this kind of like flashback in the painting kind of go through, and you see uh, what looks to be an older version of Sotheby Crux, and... Uh, uh, it looks like he's talking to somebody, but you can't really see who he's talking to. Uh, and he says, Master, you mean to say that Glarus, his powers were stolen? He he did everything he could. He spent how many years in that church? And Duke Lyon just took his powers away. And there seems like there's talking, but you can't hear who's saying it. And he turns around uh, from whoever this master was. Uh, and he goes into this room, and you see Glarus, uh, younger, but still looks fairly similar to what he does now. And uh, he goes to him, he says, Oh, don't worry, Master Glarus. I'll protect you. I can keep you safe now. And Glarus just sort of looks up at him and gives him, like, a real weird look. And the image is gone. Uh, how much damage did you do, Alistair? 31. <clears throat> you stab twice into him, and he kind of, like, retches a bit, and a little bit of blood, like, kind of, like, spurts out of his uh, mouth as he coughs, uh, but he's still standing. Uh, Tilly, it's your turn. I'm going to do Sacred Flame. Yeah, absolutely. From my illusion. From the illusion. Okay, uh, so Dexterity saving throw? Yes. Uh, yeah, he got a 16 on the dice. He succeeds. Uh, and he dodges aside. Uh, anything else, Tilly? No. Jandar, it's your turn. Uh, this is going to be really, I'm really putting it out there, guys. Okay, I know what you're used to, but I'm going to do two sharpshooter <laughs> arrows. Whoa, whoa. God, I was no not ready way. for that. Wait, what? Yeah, I wasn't no ready for way. that one. Sorry. Uh, here we go. Oh, you get to come up with another ad. <laughs> uh, no, so I, uh, Alistair and Tilly make me uh, perception checks. Sure, you don't want me to come up with another ad? Uh, 21. Natural 20. Wow. Uh, 21 is a hit. <laughs> And what'd you get for perception? 15. Okay. And what'd you get for the other uh, attack? 23. You hit with both. Go ahead and uh, give right. me a pool of damage. Okay. Uh, you guys both see uh, the the painting once again. Time slows down a bit. And uh, uh, another like flash of lightning. And you look up at, you know, at this painting. And you see... Uh, uh, what looks to be uh, Sotheby Crux, but he's in like the height of his like athletic ability. He's like ripped. He's huge. He's got like a, like a couple of swords at his side. He's got like a great sword at his back, and uh, he comes in and he says, "Glarus, we 
your family may have, you know, forsaken you, but that's okay. I've I've become I just got back from a tournament. I'm now the greatest swordsman on this continent. I I'll be able to protect you. And Galeris slowly kind of looks up at uh, uh, Sotheby and he says, No, no, Sotheby. I have other plans in mind. And you see all these books sprawled out that have like weird, weird, deep speech markings all over them and stuff. And you see all these weird far realm books all around me. He says, All you need to do is follow my orders and I'll make this a better world. A world where others won't have to suffer. And he just sort of smiles and Sotheby just nods. He says, of course, Glarus. <clears throat> Master Glarus. And the image vanishes. I. Jandar. 48. With 48 damage, you launch a couple of arrows. One goes through his arm that had the, uh, the sword, and uh, another, like, through his, like, chest. And the sword drops to the ground, and he just sort of stands there, like, you know, like, blood oozing out of him and, like, coughing up blood and no longer able to, uh, to hold his sword. He goes, well, you were right. You did become more powerful in a short time. <laughs> and he corps up some blood. He says, but I do get the last laugh, you see. There's no way you can get back in time if I don't open you a portal. So I win. And he just sort of smiles. He says, I would do anything for Clarus. And he just sort of like hits the ground on his knees, horse up a bunch of blood. Uh, roll a d20. Five. Key does not come out with his vomit. I, uh, sorry, I was going to give you a chance. And I, uh, I. Uh, give me another chance. We'll see if he horps up some more blood. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything you say to him as he uh, is dying? I mean, sh- what if I take your sword and open it myself? Doesn't work like that. You're not a warlock. Well, we should talk to him about what we've been seeing in these paintings. Yeah. What's up with the painting? He looks up and he goes, Ah, uh, a bit happier of a time. Uh, make an insight check. Natural 20. Uh, we'll go with that one. With a natural 20, <laughs> Alistair, you get the unmistakable feeling from the images you've seen and the way he acts that uh, Sotheby Crux is in love with Galeris Galaxy Render. He goes, oh, it's a pity I also wasn't a half-elf. I became so old and decrepit. <laughs> he vomits some more blood. Roll d d20, Tilly. Eleven. Does not vomit out the key. Damn it. Uh, and he goes, but all good things must come to an end. I can only hope that in the new world he makes, he brings me back. He's not going to bring you back, though. And he just sort of leans forward face down in his own bloody vomit. Because he could never accept that he needed you. You do realize that, right? We've been watching it in your paintings. You've threw yourself out there and tried to be the best thing for him for everyone for him included and all he did was just turn you away and turn you away and figure out a way that he could do it without you and yet you're gonna let him make a new world the new world will be without you because he never wanted you to begin with your words absolutely ring true jandar and there's no response sotheby crux is dead 
Ah! I want to float over him, and I'll look down, and I'll be like, greatest swordsman on the continent. Didn't even get a speck of blood on these sneakers. <laughs> Jesus. I, um, I got to figure out how to get us back there. Well, I mean, there's also a key in his gut. Uh, Tilly, here's a dagger. Get the key out. How long does true seeing last? This is a good question, Craig. I'll look it up. Oh, please. Look it up, too. Because you guys spent an hour doing a short rest. I'm wondering how long the spell lasts. I don't know if it's a battle. I don't know. Look it up, Tilly. Look it up. Clap, clap. I guess I'll get the key out of his chest. You grab a knife out and cut him open and reach in. Make a medicine check. And let me know what you got. That is an eight. You reach in, and you're you're not sure where in the body it would be. Uh, is this it? And you're, like, <laughs> reaching in. You find, like, food and blood, and it's disgusting. Uh, I mean, you essentially just cut him open, and you're reaching in and hoping yeah. for the best. Uh, Tilly, how long is uh, True Seeing last? Working on it. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, one hour. Okay, true seeing is gone. Uh, uh, for those who are not wrist deep in uh, entrails, go ahead and make me a perception check. So Tilly and Jandar. 25. Ooh. Mm, 17. With a 17, uh, Tilly, you see the sword sort of go from being in the shape of a sword and just kind of becomes a pile of like bones and blood on the ground, and you see what looks to be this kind of like uh, bluish aura coming off it. Jandar, you uh, 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 can kind of see uh, where Sotheby was. What It sort of looks like this bluish aura is sort of like like rising up and then just sort of being sucked somewhere. And, and it's you, you, you can't see in the ethereal plane, so you're not sure exactly what's going on, but that's what you see. What would you guys like to do? I'm going to take an empty bottle out of the bag of holding and see if I can't catch it. You try to reach, you try to grab at it, and it's ethereal. It just... Passes through your hands. I another medicine check. To yeah, find sure. The key. By all means, Jandar. Anything oh. you want to do? What happens if I? So I see where it's going. So what happens if I walk that way? Anything? You kind of walk that way, and you kind of have a chill, but like it doesn't seem like anything's happening to you. Twenty-two. With a twenty-two, you find the key. Okay. Uh, hey, I found the key. It's all bloody and gross. I explained to him what I'm witnessing right now, what's happening. Blue aura coming off where the sword was, which is now a pile of bones and blood, and what looks to be where uh, Sotheby Crux was, the blue aura is just sort of being, like, like siphoned away. Can I do, like, an arcana check? Would that help? Sure. By all means. If you have any spells you want to use, it looks like Uh, this is something involving the ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only got a seven on my my Arcana check. You can't tell. Uh, you can maybe make a religion check. Someone can, uh, and you might know more. This seems to be involving souls. Tilly, what religion check? I'll go religion check. Sure, Tilly. Anything you're doing? Any spells you want to cast? Can I cast? Uh, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, etherealness. Which oh, sure. Will Let me take start. me to the ethereal plane. It only takes you, though. You might want to wait a second. Uh, overlaps with your current plane. You remain in the border ethereal for the duration. You can do that. Uh, you can absolutely cast that. Uh, etherealness? Uh, That's not what I'll do, because it like, takes me there, like, just to see what's happening. With the this? ethereal plane would be this 
particular place. It's just you would see everything that is ethereal that's happening. Uh, what do you got going on out there, Jander? Natural 20. Wow, for religion. Uh, it seems like the soul of what you presume to be Saturn Volo is leaving that sword, and the soul of Sotheby Crux is being siphoned somewhere. You know that he was a warlock, so maybe it's being siphoned back to some aberrant being. Uh, but without being able to see into the ethereal plane, you don't know much more than that. What are you doing there, Tilly? I'm going to cast etherealness so I can see where it's going. Absolutely. Couldn't you just cast the same thing you cast on me to have vision? There's true seeing. Is that a more affordable spell? I know. They're both the same. Oh. Which one would you prefer? Would you prefer to be in the like in ethereal state no, yourself? I'm going, I'm going, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Plus, Tilly. I want to say etherealness again. It's cool. <laughs> Tilly, you cast the spell. You look down and you see uh, Sotheby Crux's body. A, a, like in the far end of the, the hall, you see tentacles that are slowly coming down the hall and you see him grabbing like towards his body and you see the body of Sotheby Crux is this like blue ghastly image being pulled as he sort of dragged like like hands into the ground being dragged down and you see this horrific looking image of a giant beak at the end of the hall with this like it almost looks like a grell uh and it's like chomping towards him and it like uh uh he's being pulled towards it and it stops and it notices you and it goes Child, you should not see the Koraki, the voice of slithering worms. Close your eyes. I'm going to close one of them. You close one of them, and uh, he pulls Sotheby Crux's ghastly uh, body away into space and vanishes. Go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw as sanity leaks out of your head a bit, seeing a lord of madness take a soul. Ooh, wisdom, eh? Uh-huh. Good thing I'm good in that, because it's going to help this two become a six. Ooh. Uh, Tilly. Oh, wait, saving throws, though. Saving throw, yeah. Yeah, so that would I get proficiency on top uh-huh, of that? yeah. Okay, so the six becomes a 13. You kind of like you sort of like kind of lose yourself for a moment and step back and you don't totally lose your sanity or anything. And as you're as you do so, you just hear a voice behind you go, man, (laughs) wasn't that pretty weird? Oh, God, that bastard. And you turn around and the ghastly image of Saturn Volo is there. (sighs) What's up, dude? (laughs) What are you dead to? Oh, etherealness. Wish I could do that. A tentacle goes flying down the hall and catches him in the hand. And he goes, well, it doesn't look like there's much time for me either. That's what happens when you make deals with uh, aberrant beings from beyond time and space. He goes, well, it's nice to know that you're going to suffer too, I guess. I caught a little bit of that at the end. And another tentacle goes flying out and hits his leg. What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, you're stuck here. You want to go stop somebody. I don't know who, but that sucks. <laughs> And Saturn Volo's sadistic nature comes out a bit as he's delighting in the fact that you guys are screwed over, but he doesn't know the details. So I don't know what I can do here, guys. Like, am I like trying? Am I just seeing what happens here? Like, he's just getting we dragged don't see off. this. We can't. Oh, yeah, him. no, they can't help you really. I mean, they can, they know what you say by explanation. Oh my like, God, I want to be in there right now. <laughs> I mean, you can tell them what you're seeing. You can talk to them. He, he can't hear us? Oh, no. Uh, Tilly can hear you guys. Uh, Ask him how to make a goddamn portal. Tell him we're trying to kill Glarus. Yes. He didn't like Glarus <laughs> to begin with. 
Tilly, what are you saying? He can't doesn't I'm seem asking, to hear I'm that. I'm asking him to uh to make a portal as like Why the hell would I make you a portal? Uh because we need to uh get to this certain place so that we can uh-huh. stop somebody. Stop somebody from oh, destroying like I give a shit the world. About that. You think I give a shit about the world? I'm dead. I'm gonna be tortured for all eternity. Why the hell would I waste the last ounce of soul power Tell I have? Tell who we're trying to stop! We're trying to stop Glarus. What, Glarus? Yeah. So you expect me to destroy what remains of my soul so that you can get to Glarus and hopefully stop him from... Oh, from... we're going to stop him. There's no hopefully. Tell him he's the reason oh, this, why this, he's dead. This conversation's over. He snaps his finger and a portal appears. He goes, that was good enough for me. Oh, and Saturn Volo's image starts fading away and the tentacle grasps... And feels nothing. And Saturn Volo it annihilates himself in order to create you guys a portal. And the tentacle goes pulling into the darkness. And you hear, those who escape from Koraki face a fate that's worse than death. Uh, uh, cool story, bro. Well, see ya. Uh, I see the portal, too. Do we all see it? Are you swan diving in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, guys yeah, swan yeah. dive in. Only for the portal to appear on the ceiling in the room you were in, and you all take uh, ten damage as you hit the ground. Saturn, except for except for asshole. except for uh, uh, Tilly, who had the uh, etherealness and the uh, boots. You guys hit the ground, and Saturn Volo has one last act of uh, uh, sadistic uh, his sadistic nature, and you take ten damage. Okay. Oh well. And there is flow down to the ground and be like, man, that guy's a dick. <laughs> you have that rune key that he swallowed. <laughs> Uh, it was jagged. It looked like it probably hurt like hell as it went through his innards. You think it might have even done damage on his insides as it was going through? Yeah, probably. And it's uh, pretty big. It, it's 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 smaller than the others. It's uh, it is swallow well, swallowable. But, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's like a horse pill. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he didn't look too happy doing it. Do you guys want to pop it in? Uh, do we? Need, can you heal all of us real quick or no? You had taken a short rest. What are you guys doing? I don't. I don't think we should take a rest. Do you need to heal? I'm I'm okay. <coughs> I mean, I'm I can okay just okay as well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in um, serious condition. Mm-hmm. You I guys. mean, I'd rather save the spell for well, healing you during yeah. this. Okay, sounds, sounds glarious. Then uh, if I just cast a, a spell, rest. that's just a, that's just an action. action. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna cast a healing word on myself and on uh, Jandar. Sure. As Tilly puts the rune stone in. So that's a, a D4? Uh-huh, D4. That's it, right? Yep, okay. D4 plus your spellcasting mod. Oh, so per that level would be... Cast. So, so D4 it's, it's per one level. level um, and spellcasting mod is a... Charisma for you. Nine. I beg your pardon? Oh, sorry, not with a proficiency? No, it does oh, not okay, have proficiency. So plus four, so plus yeah. four. So you get a D4 plus four. Do I get the plus four or do I get it off my... Oh, no, no, yeah. it's off his. So D4 plus four for you as well. Cool. And I think you guys also have like a million healing potions either, uh, as well. Rather. Oh yeah, we do, don't we? I mean, and, I don't we, know. and we heal up to the aid amount. Uh huh. Right. Yep. So you, your max HP is up by fifteen. Nice. Yeah, if you guys need potions, I have uh, four of those super healing potions, which do eight D four plus eight. Um. Yay. Nay. I'll take one. I will take one. And Are you guys using it now, or what does it do? Eight D four. Eight D four plus eight. Plus I'm gonna eight. hold on to it, and I'm gonna use one of my regular ones. Sure. Yeah, four. Okay, I'll, I'll just hold on. And then another four of fours, <laughs> and then you add another four plus four to that. Wait, what? Plus eight. Got it. 
eight D four. That's so many D fours. All right, I do have one potion as well, so I'm gonna normal potion. I'm gonna cool. use. Cool. I'm back up yeah. to that extra. Nice. Yeah, yeah, team, drinking shit and healing shit, uh huh, fighting shit. All I, right. I mean, it barely hit me. Uh, what happened to you guys? <laughs> Put the rune stone in, you piece of crap. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna pump my Jordans first before I do it. You pump the Jordans, you pop the rune key in, and the door starts sliding open, and there's a hall uh, that leads down, and you see a uh, uh, light down at the end of the hall, and uh, as far as that goes, uh, there's more and more of these like arcane markings, and they're way more complex than they were before. Check for traps. Absolutely. Make Vanish. an investigation check. Natural 20. You look, and the only things along the walls are more of those alarm spells and uh, the uh, uh, the the ritual that's you know helping the the. Let's you know, bolt it then. I think we need to get there as fast as we can. Are you guys yeah, running or are you stealthing? It. Yeah, let's run. Okay, fine. You guys bolt down the hall, and you guys kind of skid to a stop in the uh, entryway, and in front of you is this enormous room. It's probably like. 100 feet by 100 feet or something. It's huge, and it goes up pretty pretty tall, probably about like 50 feet up, in, up into the air uh, before it hits the ceiling. In front of you is a giant pit filled with teeth that's like gnashing together, and uh, fl- uh, floating above the pit is the, uh, the dream journal. And uh, as far as that goes, on the other side of the room, you see what looks to be kind of this like shimmering wall. It, uh, it seems translucent. It doesn't look like it's made of like something physical. And on the other side of that, you have Glarus Galaxy Render, uh, who's in his like nice fine tunic, like you know looks really nice with like a, like a tie and everything. Uh, you know, hair pulled back into like a ponytail, black eyes, white speckles. Totally Glarus Galaxy Render. Uh, flanking him is a uh, a dwarf woman uh, with like a hood on, uh, and there's probably about like maybe forty or fifty of these cultists all chanting and praying along the backside of the the wall, and some of them are like a, uh, along this like you know like uh, shimmering uh, translucent wall. And Glarus sees the three of you blitz into the chamber. The alarms go off, and he goes, "Welcome, great to have you." I'm sure glad you got to be here for my crowning moment. And he smiles real big. Oh, we're here to stop you before that happens. Was <laughs> is that right? Yeah. You're going down. You can certainly try. But I have been prepared for you. Yeah, we know. And he walks up and he taps on the shield. And he says, a lot of life energy is going into this shield. A whole lot of people had to sacrifice themselves to get that going. But you'll find and nothing's going to get through it. And he just sort of smirks. He says, in just a few minutes, I'll have completed the ritual and I'll have control of Illinok. Do, um, does it look like the, the sh- it's like a cl- translucent shield around him, like it a looks, magical shield? It looks like the shield is covering the entire back area of this place. So you have the pit in the center of the room, yeah. and then probably about like 20 feet away from that is the this wall where him and all these cultists are in so, this big area. So nothing is cu- protecting the book. And then, does it look like cultists are making the shield, or the runes? It looks like the cultists the on the other side are making the like. Are they like? It looks like they're at the shield. Oh, what they're okay. doing exactly without Arcana checks, you're not entirely sure. Okay. So you have this pit, uh, and then on the other side of the room, this giant wall, and Glarus is mocking you guys that he can't be stopped. Would we know that the gun would destroy the the book? 
We shoot the cannon into the pit, destroy it, we win. Well, I don't think we can. This game over. Is big. What? What's big? The pit of Nancy. It's the same size as all. Oh, the it is. Oh, yeah. I, I was imagining it was bigger. Oh no, no, it's the same size. Shoot it. Shoot the pit, or do you want yeah, to shoot the book? We shoot. We shot the pit before, and that worked. The book is not anything aberrant. You don't okay. think the gun would affect the book? I mean, it, it has weird arc, like it's aberrant. Floating, but that book is floating above. It is floating above the pit, but you don't think it itself is aberrant. The the, uh, the lunar solar cannon. Yeah, is... but I could hit the book with flame. Oh sure, arrows. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could just even shoot regular arrows at it. Yeah, or we could just try to shoot the pit with the bo- with the gun that we've been doing. Glarus, just as you guys mutter amongst yourselves, he goes, Oh, it is wonderful to have you here so I can see the looks on your faces when you lose. You've definitely been thorns in my side. Oh, so kudos for that. I mean, we can shoot the pit. I just don't think it we're, we're at that point, but we can give it a try. We're going to take damage for it. And he just sort of smirks. Or do you want to shoot the pit book first? I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're the one that wanted know. to grab the gun and shoot the pit, so... Is there aberrant energy coming off of him? Of Glarus? Yeah. You make an arcana check. Okay. So does it seem... Uh, can I, what, what check can I make to, mm-hmm. like, see what I can learn about, like, who... So the cultists are creating this, like, force field? It seems to be, yeah. Uh, the way Glarus mentioned it is a lot of people sacrifice themselves in order to like create it. It seems like others are like continuing the spell. You can make an Arcana check to know a little bit more. Yeah, I got a ten on mine. Uh, and you want you don't sense any aberrant energy coming from uh, Glarus. However, it might just be. It's like almost as if it's maybe being eaten or swallowed up or or by masked hole. by the hole, which is tons of aberrant energy. Right. But you don't sense it anywhere else in the room aside from the pit. But maybe it's throwing you off. What'd you get for uh, Arcana there? 17. Uh, well, the 17, it does seem like uh, there are cultists that are, like, chanting and, like, at the, the shield, and you think the, the words they're chanting have, like, you know, uh, uh, you, you think they, like, you know, in, in, like, deep speech and stuff, they're, like, speaking words of shielding. Uh, but how it works exactly, you're not sure. You've never heard of a shield spell where people have to sacrifice themselves for it. It's probably some kind of dark, twisted, aberrant magic from, like, beyond time and space. I don't know what to do. Glarus kind of straightens his tie a little bit and kind of like, you know, kind of smiles and laughs. He says, oh, it will be wonderful to finally have control of a universe that's my own. I truly do deserve this. How big is this pit? Probably about like uh, 20 feet by 20 feet, something of that nature. 30 feet by 30 feet, maybe somewhere in that area. And the book is just floating above it. Just floating above it. I... You're not entirely sure what's going on with the book exactly. You can try to roll Arcana and know a little bit more. Um, That would be a 19. With a 19, it's a little hard to tell because you're not very familiar with magic and stuff. But uh, uh, the book is unguarded. You know, unlike the, the the rest of these cultists and stuff, you think maybe the opening part of his ritual maybe required it or helped it along. But at this point, you're not sure if he cares much about the book because it is just very unguarded and floating there. How many cultists are there outside of the force field? There are only in the force field. Oh, they're, they're only inside. all behind. Yep they they don't seem like they're taking any chances with you guys. Oh, so we can't even get to any of the cultists. Well, you can run up and try hitting the shield and stuff. Like you haven't seen how strong it is, but at the very least, as of right now, yeah, they're all just 
behind the shield. They're Shoot. not trying to fight you guys. Glarus is just laughing at the fact that you guys can't do anything. Shoot a couple arrows at it. It's either that or or we do shoot that gun at this thing in the pit. I want to. I'm going to yell at Glarus. Be like, impenetrable, my ass! And I'm going to take out the nightmare idol and chuck it at the force field. It goes boom and bounces and hits the ground. Uh, roll a d20. Natural twenty. <laughs> It bounces from the shield down to the pit of teeth and sinks into the uh, the pit of uh, Illinox teeth. <laughs> and he goes, that's "Bravo!" What I, that's what I meant to do, you jerk. Well, you I sure came all this did way to throw, throw that stupid idol into this pit. Well, it has been wonderful for you to visit by killing a bunch of my elite soldiers and throwing a wooden idol into a pit. What was that thing? It was the. From the Nightmare Realm. Oh. Yeah, so powerful. I thought it'd take that shield down, but it didn't. Uh, How's your shoulder feeling there, buddy? My shoulder is a little sore. However, I will say this, that the soreness goes away when I imagine you three being torn apart for all eternity as I eradicate this universe and make it a dimension of pain. That does put a smile on my face. Let's try that gun. Seals aberrant energy. Let's try that gun. You guys, uh, Tilly, are you grabbing it out? I think it's in the bag of holding. Ah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. You grab out the, the this like weird, ancient-looking blunderbuss, and you pop it onto the tripod, and the three of you start like gathering around it. And Glarus just looks at you three and goes, what the hell is that thing? You think that's going to break through my shield? Some ancient antique weapon? Yeah, take cover. Not exactly. What, did you find that in the pit of your home there, Alistair? Mm. Is it lying around? Yeah, it was. Did you find it in the ashes? Let him talk and let's just end Okay, yeah, let's Maybe fire it was it. in the ashes of some elven village. Or maybe daddy left it for you. What the hell is that thing fire, anyway? Fire, Bring fire. it on. It won't pierce through the shield. You guys get the cannon ready? Yeah. Are you aiming it down at the pit? Yeah, we're yeah. shooting the pit. You aim it at the pit and you hear Glarus go, What the hell do you think you're doing? Fire. And you guys pull the trigger, life force just ebbs out of you into the gun. Just little bits. The the jade stone or the jade stone that looks like coal inside it prevents you guys from just like immediately dying while you fire the thing. And a giant blast of light just explodes out and light fills the entire chamber. And a moment later, Glarus sort of like is staring and like kind of rubs his eyes a little bit, and there's no more pit of teeth. What the hell was that? What did you do? What the hell did you three do? You like that, huh? Yeah, your shield sure was strong. Why to you protect yourself, yeah. coward. Yeah, told you, you to, to watch out for that gun. ball of teeth that I threw in there, you jerk. You suck. You no. suck. No, no. No, this is impossible. Is the shield still up? The shield is up. A cultist off to the side yells, Sir, let's escape. We can complete this ritual at another location. And another one stops and goes, Sir, I'm no longer reading any aberrant energy from any location in the region. He goes, no. No, no, no. No more aberrant energy. Hey, why don't you you come out of that uh, shield here and I'll just put you out of your misery since you decided to, you know, send orcs to my village. No, no. And another cultist, the, the dwarf woman, says... Sir, they they killed my sister. 
Mayorita, let, let me get revenge. Open the shield. We'll get you out of here. We'll slay them. You can start a new mission somewhere else. Maybe maybe you can... And he just grabs her by the face and slams her to the ground and starts kicking her. He goes, no, 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 no! You three, what have you done? My plans, my dreams. Oh, that's cute. Your plans and dreams. Look what you did to our lives. And you guys stop and you hear what sounds like footsteps coming in down the hall. Uh Uh-oh. And you look in and you don't see anything. And there's another few footsteps. And you look down and you see bloody footprints appearing in the ground. There doesn't seem to be any body there. And it continues on and goes across the room and gets to the shield and then steps through it as if it isn't there. There is something you can offer, Clarice. And he looks up, he goes, I still won't give you my soul. And he points behind him and he says, but every single one of them, I offer you every soul that has bound themselves to me. It shall be done, Glaris. And there's a flash of light. And you see bodies falling. And the shield shatters. And standing in front of you is Glaris Galaxy Render in armor made of teeth. And he goes, oh, power. What I lost long ago when the god Duke Lion took it from me. I'm going to destroy you three with my own hands as I deserve to. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Yeah! Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.